What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Right now, the Vegas Golden Knights vanquish the Montreal Canadiens. They thrashed them. How about that? Carey Price went into God mode again, but it wasn't enough. They're not good enough. I'm sorry, they're playing the number one team in the National Hockey League. That's the Vegas Golden Knights. Montreal's, what, 16th? There is room on the Vegas Golden Knights train, and we're not taking you to the train station. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome, everybody, to Hour 2 of the program. It is what we call the second-half kickoff. It's brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the Stanley Cup playoffs, and the Seattle Kraken Fan Club. The Four Seasons for all the right reasons, Darren. It's been an interesting day. You never really know how your day is going to go, right? Oh, you really don't. You don't when you jump out of bed? Oh, yeah. Um I don't, what's Director Jordan doing back there? Who 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 fires the quick six horn? Let's hit it again, if you don't mind. The quick six horn. This is what I this is what I'd planned to talk about today, and we've hardly talked about any of it. Last night, Tampa Bay beat the New York Islanders four two in a highly controversial officiated game. And it's funny because Craig Button on TSN telling the teams to get over it because it ended up even at the end of the day. Let's move on. And I'm like. That's not going to fix the problem. Uh, Point two, Montreal at Vegas tonight. The injury-riddled Montreal Canadiens at Vegas tonight. Prediction for a score, 5-2 Vegas. Okay. That's what I'm going with. 5-2 Vegas tonight. Uh, Point three, the Blue Jays blow another save. They're sixth in the last 30 days. They lost to the Yankees 6-5. And what a... That fell eight and a half off the division lead with that. A half game back of New York. A lot of CFL stuff was point four, And it should be pointed out, really, for Chris Larson, the Ottawa Red Blacks player who was initially a suspect in an incident of gay bashing, for lack of a better term, on the weekend. He's now been cleared as a suspect. At worst, they said he was a witness. I just think we should get that out there for the kid because can you imagine what he's been oh, yeah. dealing with the last few days since? Yeah. Some Charleston Hughes leftovers from what he said with the Argos. That was fun yesterday with Chuggy. Point five, the Western Hockey League to return with full arenas this fall, beginning October 1st. And point six is soccer stuff, if any of you people are interested in that. Just ahead of Darren Bombing, uh, from you know, people are complaining about the CFL schedule, and I'm not having it. I don't, I'm not even, not even going to listen to them. Uh, they're not stupid. They're just complainers. And that's people. And that's why I don't really like talking to people. So Trevor writes from Sherwood Park, the 780, on the Prairie Mobile text line. And you can reach them. Uh, reach us at 306-840-8777. I will go to any CFL game any day at 745, 8 p.m., 10 p.m. Doesn't matter. We've been locked down for too long. It's nice out till 11 in the summer. I don't even like the Eskimos slash Elks and would go to go to football because it's back. How about how about that? I like it. Listen. How about that? You're welcome, CFL. Getting people into your buildings that don't even like the teams. How that that's a trick. 
That's magic. And then the other one. Yep, poll question here for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Today is who should be the CFL on TSN's number one play-by-play man. That's where we really dropped a bomb. And our four options are Rod Black, Gordon Miller, Rod Smith, Farhan Lalji. And Gordon Miller is leading with 41% of the vote. And I just think it's funny because I don't think he wants it. And then Edmonton's going nuts because they think that we disrespected Dustin Nielsen by not putting him on the poll, who was the last time the CFL played, he was the number three guy on the depth chart. And I'm saying there's only four options. These guys have been there longer. Cool it. So let's talk some Winnipeg sports with Darren Bombing now from CFL 360 and uh, NHL.com. Bomber, how are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you, Rod? Good. Nice to see you. It's been far too long. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well. You know, uh, obviously with the news breaking on Monday and then uh, the days leading up to it where everybody was talking about good optimism and the the rumblings around the league that uh, the vote would come out uh, in a positive way, which we did eventually see. I was elated. Like I was on a walk with wifey and, you know, just around the neighborhood and, and my phone started buzzing and I'm like, we're going to play football. Like we're going to play football this summer, this fall. And we're going to have a gray cup in December. Like I was jumping for joy. And then suddenly everything kind of sunk in and it's like, okay, I'm a, I'm a football reporter. You know, I cover U sports and I cover junior football and, and the CFL well, now you got to get to work. Like now we got to like, who's the quarterback of the Red Blacks? Who's the quarterback of the Argos? I'm confused. There was like a free, you know, I think you guys mentioned that earlier, like a free trade between those two teams when, when Rod Black was on. So now the work begins. The players are already talking about it. We had a conference call here in Winnipeg with uh, Zach Kolaris, Adam Big Hill, Willie Jefferson, um, Saskatchewan uh, native son, Pat Newfeld, and they're hard at work. They're putting in the physical work. They're putting in the mental work. New offensive coordinator of the Blue Bombers, Buck Pierce, is working with his new quarterback, Zach Kolaris. And uh, it, it kind of breeds a lot of excitement that um, it's for real. And, you know, like you guys have been doing so well through all of this over the last 15, 17 months, whatever it's been, um, you know, good on you guys. Now it's time for the rest of us to, to get to work and, and start covering this game in this league that we love so much. How are you, Robert? We, oh, I'm fine. I'm always fine. But if we weren't doing anything heroic, it was self-preservation to talk about the CFL yeah. for the last, last year every day. But It was great to hear, though, every day. It was great to hear. Well, I appreciate that. Hey, the Bombers, my boy Willie sounds like he had a lot to say for himself yesterday. I guess, what was he saying? <laughs> Lapo was scared to play Winnipeg or something? Not shocked that he would say something like that. I miss Willie Jefferson. I miss, you know, craning my neck and lifting my arm to interview him six foot six, whatever he is. Um, you know, that personality, he's just one of, of so many. And it's not just the blue bombers. Like it's guys across the league. I list, I, I really miss listening to, you know, your favorite quarterback, Bo Levi Mitchell. <laughs> and you know, the, the jabs that he likes to take, ah, shoot, you know, we gonna, that Texas draw, I miss that. You know, I, I miss hearing uh, from Orlando Steinhauer and uh, the Dickinson brothers. And even I miss hearing from Mike O'Shea on a daily basis. You know, uh, I miss hearing from all of the voices across the league, the reporters, the broadcasters, uh, all of the people that, that chime in. 
I'm as excited for that as I am for the game itself. Yeah, I'm a media guy. You know, I'm like you, Rod. I'm like, you know, uh, uh, Darren DuPont there as well and producer Clark. I just miss the people. I miss, you know, no no Grey Cup in 2020, no uh, Football Reporters of Canada, Hospitality Suite, no Spirit of Edmonton, no uh, Touchdown Manitoba, no Ryderville, no crazy drums ringing, uh, you know, wherever you go with, with the drum line. I, I miss having those conversations, catching up with people, seeing their faces, feeling that passion that I feel in so many others. And I think that's the treat we're really looking forward to. Um, you know, my good friend, uh, Andrew Husser-Patterson of Winnipeg Sports Talk uh, here in, in Manitoba, he was talking yesterday about, you know, this could really be a resurgence of the CFL. If things have been dwindling over the last couple of years in fan interest and that sort of thing, absence makes the heart grow fonder. And without football for so long, without Canadian football for so long, without seeing our, you know, favorite players and coaches and uh, friends across the league and, and those voices from coast to coast, I think it could really be a renaissance and a resurgence that this league, uh, I won't say is in desperate need of. I never saw it that way, but it ain't going to hurt. I think it's going to be a really positive thing. When you say that... You're right on all of it. Two things came to mind. One, if we missed it that much, why didn't we play last year? And two, not the greatest marketing strategy, a pandemic. I'm just saying. like It's made people fall in love with the game. Is that what it took to get people to love the game again? My God. Uh, by the way, I I'm think it, throw- that's what it took for people to fall in love with, you know, FaceTiming mom. You know, <laughs> I guess. Uh, going to the park, riding your bike. Spending yeah. time with family, like suddenly it's like, okay, it's Christmas, it's Easter, it's Thanksgiving, it's it's whatever, you know, religious or non-religious holiday that's out there, and you can't spend it with family and friends. You can't go to the pub on Friday night and watch some football on TSN. You can't, you know, you can't have your hockey draft with your 20 buddies in the basement and, and you know, shoot the, shoot the breeze and, and jab each other. I, you miss all of that. Let's get back to it. Get well, vaccinated, whatever you want to do. Let's get back to it safely. Speaking of jabs, I just I subscribed to the Winnipeg Free Press, so I get that email from them, and it was Manitoba's over seventy percent now with their first shot. They're just pew, with yep. what they're doing in in uh, Winnipeg and Manitoba. So congratulations on that. By the way, you mentioned Bo and Jeff, the Stamps fan, writes and he says, "Don't worry, Darren, you'll be hearing plenty of Bo." From August to December. That's from the Stamps fan. I don't know why Bo's name keeps coming up today and actually every day here. But can I say this? Some guy wrote me the other day. He DM'd me. And he goes, what, what started the feud between you and Bo Levi Michelle? And I went, I wrote him back. I'm like, Bo Levi Michelle. That's brilliant. I'm going to use that. And he's like, actually, it auto-corrected, but you're welcome to have it. So get ready, Jeff, the Stamps fan. Bo Levi Michelle. Anyways... <laughs> Nelson writes, you don't know what to say to that, uh, Darren. I like it. I don't want to say anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Where the heck? Oh, Nelson, our VP of Sim Events writes in and says, has the hiatus hurt or improved the craving for CFL football in Winnipeg? I guess you kind of answered that, but you were sort of speaking for yourself. What's the vibe you're getting from your buds about the Blue Bombers coming back and defending this championship? Well, as you know, you mentioned off the top there, CFL 360, the new show I have with Bonfire Sports here in, in uh, Winnipeg and with Jeff Hamilton, just that initial uh, reaction of people saying that they're excited for some CFL content. They're excited for some locally produced 
sports content and you know, then I, you know, just send out a couple notes about the schedule or a note about, uh, you know, a prospect or a receiver that, um, you know, somebody sends me a note on this guy's a stud. People are like, can I go to training camp? Can can I come to the stadium? Can, you know, who's who's the starting five receivers? Who's the weak side line? Like the talk is already happening. And I'm, uh, you know, a nuts and bolts, grassroots, you know, like the real X's and O's grit of football. I like the big storylines. I like talking about those things too, but I like to know what's going on in the field. Like I'm almost on the sideline wanting to know what's happening with those conversations between the coaches, the strategy, all of that. So I often have some of those really locked in fans uh, asking me those minutia questions that, that just those super fans really want to know. I'm seeing it beyond that. Now there's just interest in, Hey, they're the great cup champs. Even if they weren't, People want to know what's going on with the Blue Bombers. They want to know if they can go to a game. They want to jam IG Field like they want to Mosaic Stadium. Um, I think, yeah, I answered it before. You know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. I I think this could really be a a coming out party for the CFL. I think the hunger is there. Um, I was reading three down. I assume you do too. I'm telling you it is the best source of CFL info. And that, that insiders column that we love so much with the anonymous quotes. And somebody said, one of those anonymous CFL people said that the Bombers don't have enough targets, prime targets for Zach Caleros. And they went out and signed Bryant Mitchell and then he retired. Do they have enough weapons at the receiver position? I think so. Absolutely. You know, this scouting staff has shown it over and over again. Danny McManus handling that southeastern part of the United States. Ted Gavaya handling a lot of the other areas. Ryan Rigmaiden is now back with the BC Lions, where he started his CFL scouting career. Um, but he did a lot of work prior to uh, leaving the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. They've done a good job in focusing on receiver because they were finding DBs like Winston Rose as a, you know, a a pro scouted player with a couple stops in the CFL before he came here to Winnipeg to lead the CFL in interceptions. And now he's with the Cincinnati Bengals. Marcus Sales wins a great cup and then becomes a a Minnesota Viking. Now he's with the BC Lions and signing a three-year contract. They found good players at every position except receiver, but I've seen it over the last, frankly, 24 months prior to that great cup win that, you know, whether it's Mikhail McKay, um, you know, a, a six foot four receiver with time in the XFL and a lot of time in the NFL. Um, you know, Bryant Mitchell, boy, I'm missing what could have been a great uh, one two punch with Darvin Adams there. You know, um, I, I'm confident that they have the receiving talent here. They've done some good Canadian scouting as well, um, you know, with uh, some young players coming in. They're not the most maybe on paper flashy names. Uh, but, uh, you know, suddenly they have a legit passing threat in Zach Kolaris, which they never had before. Um, no knock on Matt Nichols, but he wasn't scaring defenses with his arm. He scared his def- defenses with his smarts and with the run game. You add a legit passing threat to Andrew Harris and that physical, violent offensive line. The offensive line uses those words themselves to describe it, and I agree with it. Um, I, I think this Buck Pierce offense is going to be dangerous uh, w- with what they have. Darren, they Shaq uh, Evans, though. Yeah, <laughs> they well, he's, Shaq Evans. he's pretty good. They tried. Hey, I really appreciate the time, man. Uh, good seeing you. Let's do it again. Football is back. I appreciate it. Enjoy what's left of summer. I guess we're not even really started it technically, I don't think. So uh, enjoy your summer there in Winnipeg. 
Absolutely. Appreciate it, Rod. Thanks. Darren, Darren Bombing checking in from the Slurpee Capital. And from CFL 360, look it up, and NHL.com. We'll be back. Murray McCormick loaded up and ready to go. It is the RP Show today. No Game Plus TV, but we're live on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's episode number 507 of Canada's daytime sports talk show emanating from the bunker out here in Western Canada. A couple things to take care of just before Murray McCormick joins us for a rider update. Not breaking news, but they are very much awake in Winnipeg. Very much awake. Tacona Pauly writes in, watching on YouTube in Winnipeg, he says, the Bombers' O-line is nasty. David Ice says, Dembski will be more of a threat. A great cap repeat is possible. David says, the Blue Bombers' O-line is back. It's the best in the CFL. John Ohm. Ohm. Call it luck or destiny or the Bombers winning in 2019. As a Ryder fan, will it be another 31 years? I hope not for their sake. Uh, Zach will be great until he gets hurt. Hopefully he stays healthy. This is all from Bomber fans. So thanks for tuning in to the Rod Peterson Show from the Manitoba Capitol. But as I said, here in the Saskatchewan Capitol, we bring in Murray McCormick from the Regina Leader Post, who has been a long haul. Hey, Murr, they weren't lying. You look guys. Hey, good to see you. How happy. Congratulations. uh, On what? On your 500 plus shows. Way to go, guys. You guys have really kind of stuck around. You've created a real niche for yourself. And way to go. Congratulations. That's quite quite an accomplishment and quite a milestone. And here's hoping you get to 1,000. Would that be something? Very nice of you to say that, Murray, and very nice of you to do the feature on my compadre over here, Darren. So we all appreciate that very much. And I thank you for your help because you've been a great supporter. But for you, I'll say congratulations to you. Happy CFL season, man. How does that feel? Oh, man. I hate to go this way. I thought, what if they said no? How I would have felt on Monday morning knowing that was coming down. But I just went, it was a feeling of elation, almost up there with getting my first shot. My first dose of uh, the, the uh, coronavirus vaccine, that was almost as emotional. And finally, there's light at the end of the tunnel, and finally things are coming together. And it was, it was so exciting. And so I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I'm a holidaying sports writer doing perhaps the biggest story of the year to the next biggest story of the year. So I've kind of been able to sit back and watch what's going on. But I'm back to work on Monday, and I'm so looking forward to just writing stuff about football and who's going to be the weak side linebacker and who's going to be that are they going to go with all American tackles, which are all going to go with? So it's, Monday's going to be a great day, and I think it's going to be a long stretch and a lot of good football. And here's, Our fingers are crossed, and everything works out perfectly for this CFL because you and I have both been around long enough knowing that if things can go wrong, it can happen to the CFL. And I would hate to see something derail what has gone on to be sort of derail this great feeling of optimism that's kind of taken over the country right now. Well, Murray, you're being very humble, of course, and that's you. But it's not like you haven't been writing about the Riders. I very much enjoyed your series of reviving the Riders. And Van Stone's been doing his Thank thing. You. And and maybe before we look backward, or, sorry, look forward, let's look backward a little bit to the last 16 months because you very eloquently covered how this team has stayed afloat in the pandemic. Can you tell our viewers, you know, what you wrote about there? 
Well, I think first thing we got to say congratulations to Craig Reynolds and everybody in the Rider organization. And we don't usually do that in the media. They they put themselves in position to come out of a 16-month non-season with still their emergency fund attack, which means they have a way to start the season with $7.6 million in the bank, which will give credit to the Riders. And that's, I think you mentioned, there's people lost jobs during this. People lost their livelihoods. And we, we kind of overlooked that, that. that. That's not easy. And I... I know some friends of mine with the riders who are no longer with them, and it's going to be so different when the season comes back. So kudos to the riders. And I'm thinking, I had another, I was on walking on the bike path this morning, and this guy mentioned this series. He says, Murray, I have another one of those guys who bought into the three-year MVP plan, and I think it's just a sign of showing our support for the riders. So the fans have stepped up, sponsors have stepped up, and now when the, last week when the players signed that memorandum that they were going to agree to whatever the season is going to be a season, they stepped up, so... It's been a come. It's, everything has come together very well. What we have to realize, and I think people are going to, if they, they follow the riders, they're going to lose money this year. I think that's that's going to be just without a doubt. Even with the, getting a 14 game schedule, they're still going to lose money. There's long term effects from this, and it's not going to be something that's going to be solved just coming back and having a full stadium in the first four or five games of the season. There there are long term effects from this, and I still wonder what we're going to what they're going to be doing in 2022 and beyond and hopefully they can come through this but i think under the leadership of craig reynolds and the riders and randy even randy ambrosio i think they're going to come through okay but boy there's there's still a lot of work ahead and so many things to go on with that kind of temper my enthusiasm which is good because it got to be as a sports writer you got to be a little bit cynical a lot cynical and uh but boy it's as good reasons to celebrate but it's also reasons for concern and i think this series i think showed that a lot how uh just some people know it's particularly I, I like the piece I did, I like, but uh, and what's the impact on Mosaic Stadium and how they're going to get fans into there when they're still haven't really shown up with the reopen, reopening Mosaic Stadium and what's it going to be like? And it's going to be different. And I don't think we're going to be bringing money to games anymore. I think it's going to be all our credit cards. And I like to say, I've had the same $20 bill in my wallet since the pandemic started. So I don't think money's, cash money is going to be around very often. I don't doubt that for a second. Uh, Takona Powley and Winnipeg writes in and says, congrats, riders, on staying afloat, but it's time to get ready to sink in the banjo bowl. So I'm just throwing that in there. One thing I have noticed was the the jubilation of the fans with the announcement on Monday, Murray. That's uh, undeniable. I've got friends. I got a lot of friends in Winnipeg now writing me saying they've booked their hotels for the for the Labor Day Classic and stuff. That's been really nice to see. It has been nice. It's nice to see people happy and talk about the CFL. It was just a good day Monday. I, I golf badly, I hate to say it, but that's the way life goes on. But it was a good day to be a CFL fan, to be a CFL follower. And it's so nice that they, they got their stuff together. But as we still remember, there's still issues to be, to be, to be worked upon. and the, People have to sign off on the return of plays and all those kind of things. So hopefully that proceeds rather smoothly. But, hey, August 5th is going to be a great day. August 6th is going to be amazing at Mosaic Stadium. And I don't care how many fans are in there, it's still going to be a pretty wild and amazing, amazing area. And I, I expect tears. I expect a lot of tears of people will be just, not not just from something as simple as returning to football, just as simple as life coming back to itself. As that light at the end of the tunnel that we've been seeing for so long is finally here. And I think people are going to be emotional. And I, I don't blame them. It's going to be a, a big day, big big day, all that right from through and, Hopefully, maybe we'll be working until December 12th. That'll be something amazing. But the riders go to Hamilton for the Great Cup. 
Did you see what was the announcement from Scott Moe this morning? It's since I've been on the air here, people are going nuts that, the, that he's cleared a full stadium. Is that the deal? Did you see that this morning? That's what yeah, basically that's why I just scanned it quickly. Before, yeah, he's going to say that he figures by the August fifth to be full full house at Mosaic Stadium, which is, you know, they're still not over the seventy percent threshold, which is, seems pretty optimistic right now. Which is only about one percent left, but yeah, he says they're going to be full fans for the stadium. Wouldn't that be something to say for Saskatchewan? But we aren't in a bubble. We're still connected to all the other teams across the league and how they progress. And we got to have someone to play. So if they got to have someone to play, they got to have their their houses in orders too. So hopefully everything comes together in Scott Moe's right. But it's kind of nice to uh, deal with some positivity, isn't it? I think it's fun. It's kind of no, uh, not a bad absolutely. thing. Absolutely. By the way, Jeff, the Stampeders fan, is watching in Calgary. He says, I expect tears too when the Stamps come to town, Murray. LOL. I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, Brenda we'll Motes. We'll hey. Excuse me. We'll see them enough three times in a row. That's good. Yeah, I was going to well, ask you about that. Uh, Brenda yeah. Motes in Saskatoon's watching. She says, I just decided to become a season ticket holder. So excited to go to the games. Uh, from Nelson Hackowitz, she says, no restrictions was basically Moe's announcement. So I guess we're saying no masks, no social distancing. So full stadium that that's what would tell me there's no restriction on capacity i i have to come clear some transparency i booked holidays in the, in the first week of august not anticipating that the cfl might be a little bit put off might not start on time so unfortunately those holidays are being unbooked which is fine i don't mind doing that but you know holidays have to be booked and you have to do some sort of certain things so yeah i'm looking for a full stadium wouldn't that be something it wouldn't that be just a celebration of that beautiful that building that sat so empty it almost has been was it almost been kind of like a a, stand, a statue to what you know that big empty stadium. But why isn't the CFL playing? And now if it can be full on that first game, that'll be such a push for the CFL and and for the Riders' bottom line. Now how they're going to deal with everything? That'll be interesting stories for the next little while. How they're going to distribute tickets? Are you going to kind of questions people have asked? Do you want them handling your food? You know, like do you want to have to wear a mask? Do you want to sit beside someone who hasn't been vaccinated? You have to special sections. So there's all those questions. I'm, I'm going to say I'm, I'm, I've been vaccinated twice now. I'm old enough that I've had my second shot. So bring it on. I'm, I'm legal. I can do whatever I hope I can do whatever I want and lead a good life. Bailey, the Alouettes fan, Bailey Hines watching us as I was very unhappy to see the Alouettes won't be coming to Regina this year, but at least the CFL is back. Um, And I like Bailey. I've known him a long time. I'm a fan of his, but I've done, I'm not here to listen to any complaining about the schedule at all after 600 plus days without games what's your take been on the rough rider schedule hey we have a schedule let's let's live with that and i think it's far better than the one they came out with in november they came out with a schedule just in case to sell i think it was to sell sponsorships and create some interest among season ticket holders this is a real schedule and i think we have it so does it have some quirks yes of course three games in a row against calgary is going to be interesting i think that's going to be a, a lot of Calgary. I think six out of their eight, two of their last eight games are on the road. That's really bad. They're six of their last eight, sorry. And that's really going to be an interesting segment because I don't know how how well they're going to play on the road, what the teams are going to like. Teams are going to be better because the Riders will be, you know, they'll have that much more of the season and stuff. But one thing the Riders do is they like having a lot of home games in the summer. And that's what they get in August. And that gives them a good chance, a good boost to the bottom line, a good boost to the team get on a roll. <laughs> Excuse me. And, uh, yeah, so I they have a schedule. I've looked at some of the things going, yeah, this is not great, but 
I just keep saying we have a schedule, we have a season coming up. Let's just look at that and enjoy what those those schedule quirks bring to us when we're writing about in this season, which is going to be so much fun to decide three games in a row against Calgary. That's going to be a crazy schedule, I find. I got uh, my guy Sammy G watching in Orlando. Oh, yeah. He says, nobody has to play the Tampa Bay Bucks, so all the schedules look good to me. <laughs> He's a scout. He's just saying, hey, you got a schedule. Go play. How hard could it be? Let me ask you this. Uh, Cody Fajardo was on that Zoom call yesterday hosted by the Regina Red Sox because he'll be the guest speaker of their virtu- uh, virtual dinner. Were you on that Zoom or was Van Stone on that Zoom? Did you see what Van Cody Stone was on that? Van Stone yeah, was? I saw what he said. Yeah. Um, what do you think is possible for Cody Fajardo and the Green Men in 2021? I knew you were going to ask me that, and I've been looking at the roster and stuff, and I'm thinking, I think they can finish first in the West again. I think there's going to be enough strength on that team. I think Cody Fajardo is the one I'm going to be watching with a lot of interest to see how he responds after having this long break off, and I think I think he can step up. I, I don't see first place, but a lot of things could happen. And I, I like the signing, and I know it's going to of Dion uh, Lacey the other day, and uh, that's, you know, they're, they're, they're questions of linebackers, I think, a little bit. But Larry Dean's a pretty good player in the middle there. So I think I think they can be in contention all the way through the season. I don't think that's a, a real stretch. <clears throat> I think Cody Fajardo's maybe has to step up and show he, what, he, what he's got. And he knows that, too. He had a great first season as a Riders starter, and I think he can build on that. Just avoid those uh, uprights at the last minutes of the games. <laughs> well, listen, you're going to hear this a lot from me if you watch any of my shows and i i got this month from my friend mike lee's an oil man from my dale but i we were talking about it last night at supper and i said uh, hopefully there's no sophomore jinx for cody fajardo and he yeah. said he already had it his second year as a starter was wiped out it's over so <laughs> that's a good point there's no sophomore like jinx point. his second year is gone can't get worse than that yeah. So uh, I'll get to some of these viewer comments here, Murray. I'll let you go, but I appreciate the time. Thanks for this. I hope we can do it more. And uh, enjoy, enjoy summer here as you get ready for the season. Well, three more days left of summer for me, and then it's back to work or four more days. But th- thanks for having me on, Rod. And once again, congratulations on 500. And Darren, you guys, keep going. Keep it going. It's, you're really helping the sports world. It's, it's fun to listen to, even though I don't agree with you all the time. But <laughs> we never, You never have. Why start now? Thank <laughs> yeah, you, Murray. Thanks exactly. for all the help. Thank you. Bye-bye. Murray McCormick from the Regina Leader Post joining us. And uh, from some of these viewers, Chris Bird in Toronto says, looks like Ottawa and Winnipeg do not play this season. And they don't. And Willie Jefferson referred to that on his conference call yesterday with the Blue Bomber media. And he was saying, I guess La Police doesn't want to face us. His good friend now running the Ottawa Red Blacks. So that was uh, the, the, the fun stuff that comes out of the schedule release on Tuesday. We'll be back with more. Moose will be back in here. Sports update and viewer takeover. I gotta, we got to talk about Montreal Vegas tonight. In the fortress, does Canada's team go up 2-0 on the Montreal Canadiens? we got a lot to get to. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show live on YouTube and Facebook today. 24-hour sports talk as well for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. I don't know what happened. Something happened to our YouTube feed. Can you guys uh, look into that? 
Yeah. I don't know what happened. Um, but first... Okay. Did I mention the U of R Rams draw? I did not. Let's do it now. The University of Regina Rams are hosting their annual 50-50, and it's online and open to all of Saskatchewan 19+. The draw date is Friday. To end of the draw, all you have to do is go to RegineRams5050.com. The jackpot, now over $21,000. So thank you so much, everybody, for uh, pitching in, helping out the U of R Rams self-funded football program. Looks like they're going to have some rider games to sell their 50-50 tickets at this year, but not like normal. So they can use your help right now. RegineRams5050.com. So to the sports update, the Montreal Canadiens are back in action tonight, looking to even up their Stanley Cup semifinal series with the Vegas Golden Knights. The Habs suffered a 4-1 loss in Game 1 on Monday. The result snapped a seven-game win streak for the Canadiens. But the Golden Knights have won seven. Is it seven? I think it's seven in a row. <coughs> no. No, no, no. Four. Five. Five. No, they, they went down 0-2. Five in a row, yes. Five in a row. All right, we got there. <sighs> Never been good with math. <laughs> Flyers forward Oscar Lindbaum, who regained his regular place in the Philly lineup this season and was declared cancer-free following a scan in March, is the 2021 recipient of the Bill Masterton Memorial Trophy in the National Hockey League. Awarded annually to the player who best exemplifies the qualities of perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to hockey. For the soccer people who say that I don't talk about it, Coach John Herdman says the biggest mountain is still ahead for the Canadian men's soccer team. The squad downed Haiti 3-0 Tuesday to advance to the final round of World Cup qualifying in CONCACAF. It's the first time Canada's reached the milestone since the lead-up to France, 98 Blue Jays righty Carl Edwards Jr. is set to have an MRI after experiencing abdominal discomfort in yesterday's 6-5 loss to the Yankees. Edwards threw just five pitches before leaving in the seventh inning. Ross Stripling is set to take the mound for Toronto today when they continue a three-game set with New York. I had abdominal discomfort last week. Can I get an MRI? How about that? I still haven't figured out what it was. I was going to ask, like, do I want to know? I've just been trying to drink more water. That's good. Flush it out. Remember me saying I felt like I got stabbed in the kidney? Yeah. Still don't know what. Can I get an MRI? Who is the player that said he had, he, had, he, he skipped the day because he had neck stiffness and a sore back or something? Yeah. I'm like, that's me too. <laughs> exactly. But, oh, and that reminds me. On the topic of baseball, Tacona Pauly in Winnipeg. He's been just on my back all show to talk about trading George Springer. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Who would trade for George Springer? A $150 million contract and he can't even play. That, that's, it's, I'm only going to answer you because you've asked 50,000 times today. It's, nobody would want him. I hope they're selling a lot of merch. <laughs> we're, we're at a point I don't think the Jays want him. I know. It's, that's tough. Really tough. You know, you hope you're getting ah. enough you know, money back and return on investment. But sitting there, it's like being an art collector, right? You better just hope you, you love having the guy's Not name on the wall, yeah. right? Jeff, the Stamps fan says, was it those weak old hobo donuts you ate, Rod? I don't think it was the hobo donuts, but trust me, I look after myself. I'm a healthy guy. So when I got that pain, I, w- I was a little concerned because I don't have aches and pains. I, I'm joking about the neck and the back and everything. So it would be, I don't know, a cold day in hell before a box of hobo donuts lasted a week too. Just 
Yeah. That's not happening. Alan Lee, the Asian sensation, checks in. The intern, he says, Rod, I have a good idea. Research it on Google. It worked before, right? <laughs> He's not joking. I did look it up on Google, and it said potentially dehydration, gas, and I can't remember what the third was. How about that? And I can't remember what the third was, but what he's referring to is when I had those foot cramps, cramps. and my toes were going like this. Foot cramps. What do I need? Eat bananas and nuts. Pegged out on them for like a month. Cramps gone. Who needs doctors when you have Google Joe Booney. Listen, listen to this. Rod, my fellow friend, you are in terrific shape. God bless your beautiful soul and your amazing voice. Thank you, Joe. Wasn't he on your show, Clark, or you were on his? You were on his? Nice guy, that Joe Booney. I wasn't done with my sports update. No, you were not. A pair of game fives on the NBA schedule tonight. Joel Embiid and the Philadelphia 76ers look to take the edge in their series with Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks tonight. And the L.A. Clippers hope to get some more magic from Paul George as they visit the Utah Jazz. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George each had 31 points Monday as the Clippers tied the series with a 114-108 victory. But Kawhi's not playing tonight from what I understand. That's right. This is the story of the big stars going down in these NBA playoffs. Clark's saying he might have torn his ACL. How's that load management working out? This sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis with the best team of writers across Western Canada and the Pacific Northwest. Visit today, dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, including the new Almond Mocha, RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. I'm just checking. A lot of comments coming in today. Mostly good. And the day started off guns a-blazing. They were talking about us on Calgary Sports Radio. You found out and told me about it. Yep. Um, I was on that Calgary podcast and kind of let it rock. I just kind of just felt like I was just on with the two guys and nobody was going to hear it. That was all picked up by CFL News today. But for whatever reason, that just went away. Yeah, fast. It did. Because I it? told him some of the, I was reading, Darren, oh, oh, they, they quoted this. I said this. And you're like, eh. <laughs> oh, Golden Knights hat. I got another one. <laughs> How about that? That one falls. Another one. This was team issue. I know I've said it before, but Stanley I'll say it Cup again. It says Stanley Cup playoffs right there. From Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights. Gosh, I love them. I think that's very evident. Oh, yeah. What else? Yeah. Well, that Joe Booney apparently is a Habs fan. He says, Rod, it's a must-win tonight for the Montreal Canadiens. They have to win one in Vegas. It's playoff time, baby. What do they say? Every night's must-win. You're not in trouble till you lose at home? Stupidest phrase ever. Because you will eventually lose the series unless you have home ice. Stupidest phrase in sports. That really would only apply to the team with home ice advantage, right? Um, it's interesting. Shea Weber's got the hand injury, right? Did you see him get clipped again and they're worried about his hand? Yep. Um, so I don't know like how healthy Shea Weber will be. They're dealing with some other injuries. 
Montreal's in some rough shape. They really are. A lot of, yeah. A lot of times it's who is the healthiest. Who's the healthiest. Wins a championship. I'll never, ever, ever forget. We'll break and come back for overtime here. But I remember somebody telling me once, and for the love of me, I can't remember who it was, but I think it was Leo McDonald. You know Leo. He's with the Portland Winterhawks now, but he was our assistant coach for a time. And he said, to win a championship, everything has to go right. Especially on the run, but preferably all year if you can. And I never forgot that. And in 2007, when the Rough Riders won the Grey Cup, if you remember, everything went right. When the Riders won the Grey Cup in 2013, everything went right. But more so in 2007. I love Kevin Glenn. My God, he announced his retirement on this show on his 40th birthday. Remember? When Kevin Glenn broke his arm in the East Final in 2007, we were watching in the press box at BC Place, and I'm like, yeah! Kevin Glenn broke his arm! We're going to win the Grey Cup! (laughs) Sorry, Kevin. Everything's got to go right for your team. Sorry. Yeah. You, Sports. No, I know. You don't want to celebrate, but it's like you need everything <laughs> to line up. And you're not actually celebrating that. You're celebrating that your chance We got a improved. chance now. Yes. And it's kind of, you know, that it's what you think of the other quarterback, how good he is. But you need things to go right. You need, you know, the weather to play into your All of into it. your Your schedule's got to go right. Travel's got to go right. Everything's got to. Guy's got to be healthy at the right time. It's, there's a lot going on. We'll talk about the poll. we got a face-off when we come back. Okay. You're watching the RP Show today on YouTube and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. It is overtime, and it's funny. You really know, or you find out on days like this, who's who's listening, who's watching. Yep. Ken in Saskatoon. You know Ken. Oh, yeah. Just a tremendous dude. He says, uh, glad there's the Suds live Listen, live option when YouTube's down and you're not on Game Plus. Another great show, Rod. We're preempted because of Blast Premiere on our TV partner, Game Plus. So when they were on YouTube and Facebook Live and YouTube went down about 15 minutes ago. So Ken jumped on rodpeterson.com slash listen live. And that was Darren's idea when you started this to build all these different avenues. That's right. And it's worked great. That's worked amazing. Yeah, it's... And you know, growing. it splits the audience to different platforms, but it gives everybody an opportunity to consume in their own way, which I think is awesome. And then there's the podcast, too. So when you can't listen to it live, you can catch the podcast on all your podcast platforms. I love that Lawless came on here last week and he's like, you guys are the pioneers. You were the first because now everybody's doing it. It's That's nice right. of Gary to realize that or point it out. Um, the poll question, just to put a wrap on that, who should be? The CFL on TSN's number one play-by-play man. And our options we put out were Rod Black, Gord Miller, Rod Smith, or Farhan Lalji. And still leading by a considerable amount is Gord Miller. Somebody wrote in and says, Rod Smith. Kimberly Bjornson says, please, Rod Smith, please, please, please. You know what I think about Rod Smith when I see him? 
goes, Kelsey's Roadhouse. Yeah. Commercial. What a voice that guy has. Oh, I know. And by the way, if you've ever had a chance to shake hands with Rod Smith, it's like shaking hands with a porterhouse steak. <laughs> like the biggest, not just that? big, but like wide. He's a big dude. Didn't he look big? He does. Just thick. Oh, he's yeah, <laughs> very intimidating. Yeah. Oh, Clark tells me that Rod Black is leading on Facebook. Wow. Isn't that? How about that? How about that? We're going to face off now on last night's debacle that was the Stanley Cup Game 2 conference final, Ooh. Tampa Bay and the Islanders. And our face-offs brought to you by the Ultimate Fan Zone and the Mad Greek and Moose Jaw. Now, it was an abomination of officiating, and I'm letting the four guys on, on the ice off the hook, but I'm not letting the NHL video replay crew off the hook. How do you miss six guys on the ice on the winning goal? How do you miss a goaltender interference call when you had the opportunity? You could have reviewed it and come up with the fact that it was wrong. Darren has a suggestion with regards to officiating, and you're going to want to hear it. Go ahead. To play without officials, right? I mean... Do we get that far? I don't know if we will, but I kind of propose, you know, posed the question in our morning meeting, you know, would you just want to play games with no refs at all or have it, you know, be, there's two extremes, right? Cause we're leading towards having video replay for everything. And that's where you'll have no officials on the ice and literally an infraction will happen and the horn will go and they'll call the penalty via video all the time. And I don't know that I'm here for that. I really don't. I mean, I'll take nights like last night rather than have every single thing called because then it'll be special teams will win games. It'll be... I You're okay with blown calls. I'm okay with blown calls. I'm okay with blown calls. I really am. I really am. I don't have anything to say to that. <laughs> like, I'm flabbergasted. What are you talking about? Because you're, you're saying there's going to be mistakes. They're human. Is that what you're there's saying? There's going to be mistakes. They're human. I, you know, Wait till you're coaching in the National Hockey no, League and I a blown call happens. I know. And when it happened last night, I, I'm like, how does this happen? Like, you have to, you know, there, there has to be a way to, to limit blown calls. But I'd rather have blown calls than have everything called black and white, as the rule book says, and no game management. <laughs> I really would. We've just officially faced off, and I couldn't disagree more. But yeah. that's okay. Yeah. It's time that I won a few. <laughs> Face off for the Ultimate Fan Zone. Now just to click away, ultimatefanzone.ca, or check us out on Facebook and Instagram, UFC Downtown Moose Jaw, home of everything authentic, and your home for Vegas-born gear. And brought to you by the Mad Greek and Moose Jaw. The patio is now open for licensed dining at the Mad Greek and Moose Jaw. Visit them today. That's today's Face Off. Shelby Gray writes in and he says, thought every goal in the NHL is reviewable. That's the thing. It is. So how do you allow a goal with too many men on the ice? It I makes know. no sense. It should have been reviewed. But he thinks it's okay. Tomorrow, the commissioner of the CEBL, Mike Morreale. They're tipping off June 24th, don't you know? And Sportsnet's Justin Bourne, good buddy of mine, son of NHL great Bob Bourne. See you at noon Eastern. Right? Get pucks deep. Yeah, you know... Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it's a big game. It's, it's a big game, and everybody's uh, working. You know, you know, the boys are working hard. It's uh, you know, one game at a time, one shift at a time. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. 
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.